to another episode of Throne Controller Podcast. I'm Bats, and as always, I'm joined by the creaky Case. Case, how you doing today? I don't know. Is that a uh, call out to my broken bones and old body? Yeah, it's your old shitty body. Hey, man, that's what the girl said at the bar. Did you say you have nice. an old shitty body? Yeah, that's a, that was a pickup line. She walked over to me and was like, hey, you have an old shitty body. Hey, I was checking out your old shitty body from across the room, and I said, that body's pretty shitty. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's the best thing anyone ever said to me in a bar. You're like, maybe I'm like an old work truck. I've been used and abused. Come on for a ride. It'll be bumpy. And I'm rusty. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm a little rusty. <laughs> There'll be some, some fun times. So. I hope I don't backfire. <laughs> That'd be, I'm not really sure what that would actually mean in this connotation, but it seems to be bad. Farting while you're getting down and dirty. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That might not work well. Or no, like, I, it was supposed to be like a, I hope it doesn't happen to Yeah, you. I got that. I'm just saying. Okay, that. see, what what you would happen is if you were having sex time, you wouldn't want that to happen because I'd say like 95% of women, I'm sure there's some totally down with it, but would be like, hey, that's not really, that's not really helping the situation. Now, would it, would it depend on the type? Like, if it was, like, a silent but killer fart, like, that'd be okay. But, like, if it was, like, a wet fart, that'd be bad. I think in both situations, it would be bad. Again, there's always a small percentage of the population that could be totally down for that. It would really be, like, finally, someone gets my shit. Literally. I feel like I feel like I should write a proposal to the school and, and do, like, a, a research around this. Like a thesis? Yeah, thesis. That's what they call them. My PhD in fart or allergy. I'm not sure that's a word. <laughs> Which one? PhD? No, fartology. <laughs> I don't know. PhD is not a word to me. I'm sure it's like a, a PhD in flatulence, maybe. I'm not even sure I'd go with that. Yeah, that's too specific. Hmm. Flatulence is more like, that's too proper. Scatologically? Scatologically? I don't think that's a word either. Well, scat is poop. Oh, thank you. If you didn't know. Just, just want to point that out to you. I'm glad that you're up on your terminologies for uh, the things that come from the butt. Okay, so this is, as always, this is the, the Throne Controllers podcast about video games and poop for your poop news. Uh, yes, this has been the poop hour. Really? We've been talking about this for an hour? Time flies. Well, no, I've just been on the, I've been on the toilet the whole time I've been talking for the last that's hour. A, that's how you record? That's how you get those yeah. great acoustics. Yeah, in the bathroom. I mean, it works for Trent Reznor, works for me. There you go. I'd like a hole. Black as your soul. I'd rather die. Then give you control. There you go. Throne control blurs. <laughs> this is our quick karaoke hour with speaking the song. Well, speaking of karaoke and games I played this week. Hey. Look at that. Ah, see? You played karaoke? I Well, no. I played a game. Uh, well, so not video game either. It was a board game. <laughs> Great, great. We're off yeah. to a great start on our video game podcast. <laughs> but it was a board game, right? That's still a game. There was about songs. No, it was like a Candyland game, except everyone had like, you had to like mention a word. Like, I'd be like, I don't know, shovel, and you'd have to sing a song that had shovel in it, like the lyrics, and you had like 15 seconds, and if you didn't get it, I got the move. If you got it, you got the move. What constitutes, uh, a song now does it have to be an actual song that's already written or could I just be like shovel 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 no. shovel it has to be a song that actually exists oh yes so I was playing with my niece and sister and it was a very difficult because they know a lot of pop songs apparently 
And she's like, like the, my niece is like eight or something crazy, and she's like singing all this Taylor Swift stuff. I'm like, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Sure, she's probably just making it up because she's a cheater. Uh, probably. I mean, I raised her right. You should Wait. just you should have just reached over to just whack her. her and said, "You cheating son of god damn it." Yeah, I don't know if hitting a girl is a good idea, especially one that small. I'm just saying, when people are cheating, it's either flip the table over or smack them, one or the other. Well, I do flip the table over even if they're winning, not cheating. Mm. I mean, I guess if they're winning, that means they're cheating if they're playing against me. Exactly. Right. All right, so you you sang a song about shovels. Let's hear it. I did. No, I did not sing a song about shovels. That was an example word. I don't know any songs. I was horrible at this game. I got one right, and that was... And it wasn't me getting the song. It was me getting putting a word that they didn't know a song to. Mm. Was it about ghosts? Was it about ghosts? It was not. Oh. No. I don't remember what the word was. It was like necrodancer or something. Hmm. I'm sure it's in a rap somewhere. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, rap. I should have used rap. That's a good idea. <laughs> You're a genius. <laughs> so anyhow, the, re- the reason I was playing this game is because I was at GDC in California where my sister lives. Mm. Um, so uh, another piece of evidence in the find out who cases. I know. Can you put it all together? So where in the world is Carmen Caseyendo? That that works actually kind of. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. Oh, you know, I mean, I, I'll, not I'll, good. I'll, I'll workshop it and come back next week. <laughs> so uh, because of that, I traveled on this thing called a plane. Some call them jets, I guess, or something. Man else. wasn't meant to fly. Yes, but man does not like spending time on a train. Um, so I got a new Nintendo DS the day before I left because some randomness, uh, I found one on Toys R Us and bought it before it sold out. Right. See the previous podcast. Yeah. So then I bought, um, I started with the new Mario Brothers. Well, that's not new. I don't know. It's Mario Brothers 3D Land. Sure. Let's so I, that's the title of it. I know for a fact. So that was what I was like on the playlist on the flight out or maybe the flight back. Uh, so, you know, it's a fun game. It's basically like Mario Brothers, the super, you know, the first Mario Brothers. Well, maybe the, maybe more like Mario World, whatever. You know, but it's 3D, but like a 2D platformer kind of in the same thing. Um, so I beat it in five hours <laughs> on the plane. Just kind of playing through it. So it was, it was enjoyable enough, I guess. Uh, not that hard. In fact, it was really, really easy. And I don't like this. So what they did is there's certain boards, like the first, I don't know, six worlds or whatever. I forget how many worlds there are. We're like snooze fest difficult level. I mean, they're fun. There's like, there's just like, Oh, I'm not going to die ever. And I have like, uh, like 45 guys. And what's the big deal if I die once? So then when the board started getting higher, where I actually died and usually die from my own stupidity from like making bad jumps, they would eventually say you died like three times on that board or four times. They would give you at the beginning of the board, um, star, infinite star power. And, uh, and the, I don't know what the hell it is, the squirrel suit or the raccoon suit that makes you, fl- like, kind of fly. Right, so you could just fly through the whole thing? Yeah, well, you couldn't, they wasn't flying, it was, like, slow, like, you jumped and then you slowly fell to the ground, so you still had to jump. But they would just give it to you at the beginning of the board. And, like, I stopped, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it, because I'm like, what is this stupid one? I want to play the, you know, beat the board. And then if you die, like, eight times, they give you another power-up. Because apparently being infinite, like indestructible, and not and flying wasn't enough. You needed this other thing, and so it was just like, whoa! It was like, there's no way anyone can not beat this game. And That's because it's, it's made for children. I am a child. That's the first Mario was made for people of of young age, and it, and was, it was it was hard hard as, as hell, and yeah. taught me a lesson of yes, this is hard. 
Anyhow, so I beat that game. Um, on the, Get that, off my lawn. Well, the worst, the funny part was, is I, I was on the second leg of the flight, and I was on Bowser's castle, the first Bowser castle. There's like, you know, and you know, always there's two Bowser castles. And my battery started to die. And I was like, oh, fucking A. And like, I, so I was like, rush plane to beat Bowser before the battery died, and I pulled it off, which is great. Um, it was a fun game, though. I mean, I, it's been out for a while, I guess. I don't know. I didn't, I don't really pay attention to DS games, so I have no idea how new this game was. Um, and then I, uh, then on the flight back, cause I didn't really play that much when I was there, other than Street Pass, which I don't know if you know what that is or not, but. Um, I do know what Street Pass is. Yeah. Do you do Street Pass, pass a lot? Well, no, because I got screwed over. Well, I don't know if screwed over is the right word. So I was traveling, so I'm like, oh, I'll just leave this on, and I'll get a lot of Street Pass stuff. Apparently, It fills up. It fills up at 10, and I didn't know that. So I would just leave my bag all day, and I'd get back. I'm like, oh, 10 new people, and I would like do them you know, at the hotel room. But if I would have like constantly kept up with it, I would have got uh, a lot. Because uh, at the end of GDC, I was sitting next to a guy that had his out, and I started talking to him. He got like 15 people just like sitting there. He's like, as he was like saying hi to the, like the first 10, more were coming in. So I probably could have, you know, got a shit ton of people, but oh well, I didn't have, didn't have like a tool carrying around Nintendo DS while at a, a convention, I guess. Uh, so on the way back, I played the Zelda Links of something, Link to the Past. Is that what yep. it is? That's what it's called. Um, it was fun. Uh, I, I think, so the 3DS, you know, that 3D view thing that it has, uh, works really yeah. well on that Zelda game, I think. Like it's it's just minor enough that it may like has this nice feel to it, but it's not like crazy enough. So I wasn't like feeling like eye strain. Where like on the Mario one, there's like near the end, I was like in like tired of staring at the 3Dness of it. Yeah, but you can turn the 3D off. Yeah, I know, I did actually because if there's overhead light, it messes up with the IR and goes funky anyhow. So the guy next to me was like, "I need to read a book," and I was like, "Fuck you, so you turn- nerd reading books is for nerds. What losers." Um, but the Zelda game was good too. I haven't beat that one yet. I thought I, I mean, I made it to the mirror world or whatever you want to call it, the, the dark world and started beating those castles to find the paintings and stuff. Um, whatever. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. No, it was, it was fun though. I like it. I mean, I forgot sometimes that Zelda is like, I'm using air quotes here, open world ish where there's no like single path, but you have to like find the right things to keep on going. You know what I mean? So, like, you can't get past this one part unless you have the hammer, but the hammer can be anywhere because it's, there's not, we're not going to tell you, and you kind of, like, wonder, well, you actually just rent the hammer, but other things are like that. That's uh, why I always look at N- Nintendo Power. Nintendo oh. Power. I miss, Ninten- I miss Nintendo Power. Huh? I was actually, stri- like, this was a few weeks ago, I was like, man, I'm tempted to, like, go online and buy some old Nintendo Powers. <laughs> right. I don't- a fool and his money are soon parted. Yes. I didn't do it, though. I was like, that's stupid. That's crazy. Um, and the only other thing I played this week, which I got the, it was, uh, Qbert. They had a, the arcade Qbert there. And me and my, uh, buddy, we held first and second place for the first three days at the, of the convention. And then some guy named Sky came and knocked us down and had first place for like the majority of it. I'm, I, Fell short on my last game by a thousand points to take first place from Sky. Oh, Sky, you will die. But and and then they unplugged the machine and all the scores went away when they went to move it. No, actually, that that has a Cubert has memory on the on the board, so like a backup battery. So if you unplug it and plug it back in, it, it has the score still. But 
you can hit a reset. There is a reset button you can hit on it, which when we first showed up the show, it, there was no high scores, but at the end of it, there were. I love Qbert. That is all I'm saying. Everyone needs to play the original Qbert in the arcade. Don't play the ports. They're horrid. Mm, play the ports. Got it. Batty, I hate you. So while I was traveling the world and being, you know, awesome, what were you doing? Playing, playing the new Qbert MMO. That would actually be interesting. <laughs> I don't know how it would work, but it'd be interesting. So I played four games since we last. Four played. games. Four games. I'm not going to mention. I'm not going to mention Far Cry Four. Uh, that would be the fifth game, but I did beat and complete that game. So we'll just—it's completed. Hey, wait, wait. Uh, when you say it's completed, what do you mean? Well, I'm at like ninety percent right now. But. So you didn't. You didn't hundred percent it. You just not, not yet. You just, just finished the main story quest. Yeah, and got almost everything else. So you didn't, so you're you're ten percent off of being done. I'm still collecting some bullshit propaganda posters and some uh, what are those? Uh, doing some other stupid side quest thing. I forget. Right. So you're worthless, basically. Gotcha. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You can never say you actually beat that game. Except for the part where I completed it. But anyway. No, no you're 10% off from completion. Anyways, okay, I never completed that game. <laughs> so, do you want to hear about the PC game I played? What? Mobile game I played. What? The two PS4 games. Which oh. which one do you want to hear first? I did uh, play a mobile game also. Well, we'll, we can get back to that. But which... why, why, why don't you go with your um, the PS games? Because I don't know. Right. Well, I played yeah. the... Uh, the new exclusive order, 1886. I've heard some wonderful things, sarcastically said. So this game, um, the best way I can describe it is, you know, when, um, the, the Xbox One launched? No. Okay. And you know how they had that Roman fighting game? The Rise. Right. So it looked pretty. Yeah. Um, it was probably short and just, it was definitely like what you would call a launch game. I completed it the night that the Xbox One came out. I feel like the order was just like that. It would have been an interesting launch game. Um, it felt like it needed, it kind of just, it feels like it ends in like the third act. You're like, okay, so you expect like more Some- story? Uh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard some of the things online is that it was like, it's, it's the rise for the PS4. Like, right, so it shows like, the power, it shows the power, but it doesn't actually do right, anything else. Like, the, the shooting mechanic is fine. It's a fine shooting mechanic, but it's like the weapons are not, um, they have like two kind of distinct weapons, but they're not fun to use really. Right. And, um, but it's just regular weapons and, um, you know, they don't upgrade or they don't have any, like, you can't change them at all. So it's a standard, like, you've got your sniper rifle, you got your short term single fire rifle, you got a machine gun, you've got a shotgun. Um, yeah. You know, just stuff like that. And you've got, you've got an automatic pistol, you've got a regular pistol, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, and most of the time you're in an area, even if you have a weapon you like, you go to another area, they're like, okay, here's the weapon you're going to use. So they, they give you that weapon and take away your other weapon, or there's no ammo for that weapon you have and you need to switch, etc. Right. Um, so it's fine. You just, it's, it's very linear. I did not mind the linear part in the story. Like, I was like, okay, I like this. I just, again, I felt like I wanted it to continue. I also felt like I wanted to, hmm, 
like with, with maybe with the weapons, maybe before before I went out on the map, I could choose what I wanted. You know, right. instead of being like, okay, you just started this area, and here's a room that conveniently has three different weapons laying on the floor or something like. You're like, okay, who's leaving weapons? <laughs> Um, and you can only carry uh, a pistol and a main, and then there's two grenade slots. So if you're on the D-pad, you know, um, pistol is to the left, main is to the to the right, and then right. you have a, a grenade up and a grenade down. One smoke, one's grenade. And a lot of times I was like, hey, I I I like to use usually a um a single shot or a, a sniper rifle. Because I'm uh, the spray and pray. I don't right. really well with that. So, but there was instances where there was like um, a, a grenade launcher or or a Tesla gun or something more powerful that I was like, hey, I'd like to have this, but I don't. I'm not going to use it. I want to use it if there's a powerful enemy or something like that, or I get stuck somewhere. But you you have to switch it and drop that. So all of a sudden you have a grenade launcher that has 14 grenades in it, and like, okay, so now I have to rely on my pistol. And right, yeah. the pistol is. You know, it's powerful enough, it's overpowered or whatever, but I still prefer something with a little bit of scope on it, you know? Right. Uh, so, not bad overall. Uh, I definitely feel like the, they could do a lot with it if they spent some time on it, and it would have been fine if it was a launch game the way it is. People would have been like, eh, whatever. Launch game just showing kind of what the system can do. Like I said, the rise type of situation. But right, yeah. At this point, I felt like the story, it's- wasn't completed and that means it seems like it's set up for definitely that they want to make another one so I mean they put the money and time is it I think they should and if they can develop on some of the uh, things in here kind of like the first Assassin's Creed was eh, and some people love it but eh. but then uh, the second one was like really good uh, and then they beat it into the ground they could do something like that yeah no I, I yeah I thought it was pretty looking when the trailers came out and it was one of those games where I'm like, oh, I wish this was going to be on Xbox One. But it also, like you said, looked like it was a game that should have came out when the system came out. Right. At uh, this point, you're like, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It kind of like felt, in my mind, this kind of disappeared for a bit too. Like, I'm like, all these other things being announced and I was like, what? oh yeah, I forgot about that game. It, it feels like, um, a year like too a, late. A, a, or just like a rent, like you're. Right. You're at like a, a red box or something like that, and you're just like, oh yeah, I don't know, I'll try that out. And like it's something you could beat yeah. playing the weekend, and it would be like, oh, but it would, it's forgettable. Like it's yeah. not going to come up for game of the year by the time December rolls around. People are going to totally forgot about it. All right, so this is your game of the year, gotcha. Got it, game of the year. Yeah. Uh, another thing I heard was that the storyline is like uh, the new Modern Warfare storyline. It's like follows it kind of similar, like that, like. You know, you're working for the government, then you turn out the government's bad, and you man, it's it's cliche. It's just like yeah. that's, that's always how it is. It's so you're working for these guys, and then, so but I'm not, just curious. It's not the same. It's not the government isn't totally bad. It's just the government has some issues. Well, right, but uh, yeah. why Secret is it organizations in these games? You're like you always start off like killing the rebels or whatever because they're evil. And then you find out that no, you're the evil one. And then the rebels just welcome you in. It's like, oh yeah, you just killed a thousand of our own, you know, our own troops, but we'll let you join us. You know, it's always just, just a, it'd be a short game if they just shot you when you yeah. showed up. It's like, yeah, but yeah, damn plot. Damn yeah. So whatever. All right. Um, so that's, that's that. The other one I played was, uh, Valiant Hearts, which was, it's, it's an older game. Uh, is that is that the Warward One game? Yeah, but yeah. it was free this month on PlayStation Plus. So I was like, hey, you know, check it out. I've downloaded um, it, haven't played it. 
I also had played it at PAX. I don't know if it was this year or the previous year. I played well, this year just ended like I meant, today. I meant, I meant whatever last year or the year before that. <laughs> um, so, because there was like nobody at the booth and the guy was like, hey, you want to play this game? I was like, yeah, I guess so. so uh, <laughs> I've heard good things about it. I mean, I just... Uh, yeah, you know what? It's it's pretty good. It's just... Um, uh, I'd say it's... I don't even know if I want to say it. it's not even a light platformer. It's just kind of, um, there's puzzles of not really, not even puzzles really. There's just like, you have to get, you gotta get a handle for this lever type of thing. And, right. and you have, in some instances, you have a dog and you gotta send the dog through extension. So there's, there's puzzles, but they're not really difficult at all. They're pretty straightforward. Right. Um, and you go around and there's a story, just spoilers or sucks. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, I saw I saw American Sniper this week also. Right. So, uh, so yeah. So it was it was pretty good. And again, it's a it's a fairly short game, so uh, you can play through it in uh, in a weekend or something like that. So it was good just to kind of mess around with. Not too. You know, it wasn't stressful. I wasn't like, oh, what am I? How am I gonna do this? It was just like kind of plot along. Very obviously linear because it's like yeah. a side scroller. Yeah. But um, yeah, not bad at all. And I think if I think uh, Ubisoft. I think they did it because it had Uplay. Um, yeah. But the Uplay stuff was like, uh, minimum. Like, if you went to the rewards, it was just like, uh, they had, the rewards were just, uh, comic, like a little, little yeah. comic. And so if you wanted to, to read some more about some story, you could, but it was nothing like get a special gun or something. Cause it was not like that. Um, and you don't really kill in the game when you, there is some killing, but it's not overt. Like, you, you you never have a gun. Oh stuff, right, so. yeah. So it's it's interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I definitely play it, especially if you have uh, PlayStation Plus. Go on, you can well, check it's it free. out. Pretty good, so yeah. it's free. So um, yeah, it was it was a it was a pretty good game. So uh, left on my list now is uh, a PC game and a mobile game. Which one do you want to hear first? Go PC. 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 So I played Banished. It's an older game. I mean, older as in came out sometime. Is life. that a survival game? It's not a survival game. No, it's, um, I guess you'd say an God. RTS God game with no enemies. Right. That's right. It's a God. It's like, a, yeah, you're trying to get people to come to your village. So you, you start off with a small yeah. group of people in a land and you have to build up this civilization type of thing and keep right. them alive for as long as possible. And, until they inevitably die. Um, and so it's, it's got it's a lot of mechanics. Mostly because you stop feeding them, but. Well, you, it has a seasonal cycle. So there's, you know, winter and spring and summer and stuff like that. And so you have supplies like stone, iron, stuff like that you have to get. So you start off, you know, building these little wood houses and you have to build like, okay, this is where I'm going to store our wood. And you have to decide whether. You're going to use that wood for construction or whether you're going to have some guy turn into firewood because people need firewood. They need food. Um, they need shelter. Um, right. And you're trying to manage, like, if you do too good, then there's a lot of children that get born and those children take food, but they're not working. Fucking um, children. Yeah. And the winter's cold, so you can't. Wait, why aren't they working? Can, can you make them work? No, you can't make them work. Um, you can set up, like. Um, loggers that go out and get trees, and you can what? have like kids sustainable. Can use axes. What's that? Kids can use axes. Yeah, sure. The fuck? I guess so. It should be working. So, you have hunting parties and gathering parties and stuff like that, and uh, it's just hard to manage because let's say I build a 
um, a hunting lodge. Yeah. So the hunting lodge, let's say it holds two hunters. You have this core group of say fifteen people. Those are your those are your adults. Those are your you can you can assign them out the things. Yeah. So like, They're wor- the working group. Right. So you say, okay, I want three of you to build. So you're going to build any new um, things that that are that are you trying to get built. And then I want two to go over to the hunting lodge and two to go to here, etc. So, but you need to have like people making clothes. You have to have people making firewood. You have to have someone making tools. Like, do, you, it, do you, do you really need clothing? Well, if you don't, then they get cold and they die. What the hell? Cause the clothing wears out too. So you have to have people making clothing and you can get different types of clothing. It's better warmth. Same thing with tools. Can't you just get a, like a hunting and gathering group to go to target? You could. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Eventually. You should look but, into that. Um, tools wear out. So you have to have someone making tools and those all take supplies and, those people obviously aren't then collecting food because they're doing these things. So it's this, a lot of management of a lot of different systems. Right. And you're at some point you're like, okay, well, I need someone to make tools because you never really don't have enough to fill everything. So you're like, right. So uh, this guy's going to make tools, but now we only have one hunter. And I don't know. So it usually gets down to the point where food supplies start getting low and then people are cold and you're like, no, we'll go get wood and people just start dying. And when people start dying, if you had people say like, I have three guys collecting wood. Well, when someone dies, it, it's, it's, you know, random from the group. So if you're not paying attention, all of a sudden now you're down to maybe one guy collecting wood and right. now it's getting cold. And you're like, Oh shit. Two of the fire, <laughs> two of the wood guys died. I got to take some from something else. Right, right, right. So if yeah. you get too, if you build too big, and then some people die, you try to shrink it down, but then you have all these different systems. So inevitably, everybody dies. And the funny thing is, so it was getting down to where everybody was dying and it was going to crash. I'm like, I want to see what happens when everybody dies. So I just left it running. I walked away where it's yeah. going to crash. When everybody dies, it just keeps going. Like the, 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 the nothing's happening. You just have an abandoned village. That's kind Um, with the, the cycle of seasons going and nobody's in it and you can't do anything except for just look at it and it just, it'll just keep going forever. That's kind of cool. Everyone's dead. Does it, it'd be really cool if it like degraded too, like over time, like the houses started like crumbling in and stuff. Yeah. It didn't look like they had it in there, but yeah. So, um, it was kind of fun. I like, I liked stuff like that, but the, there's no enemies really, you know, the enemy is time and blah, blah, blah yourself. And all yeah, that, that was a question they're going to have is, well, A, it sounds like, you, so you had fun. That was the one question I was going to ask. Yeah. I mean, relative, I know it's not something I think I'd yeah. uh, play a lot. And then the second question was, um, uh, like if a hunter goes hunting, can they die from something that's not like your management skills? It didn't appear so. It didn't appear like there was any of that. Now I'm, a, you, know, you could say they're cold or exposure. Or yeah, something but that's just more they, of you not managing clothing. Right. There was nothing like you need to have protection. There was no, yeah. there's no option for weapons or anything like that. Right. So you're not, um, uh, at least as, as far as I got, I mean, you, you never know. Maybe there's a, maybe there's a spaceship simulator. Um, <laughs> uh, this is the new frog fractions. Um, no, it's so, yeah, it's just like, you just kind of building. And essentially what you're trying to do is see if you can get, can you make it bigger than the last time? And right. what did you do wrong? And um, which is fine. And, but it was, um, it seems like something that maybe you'd put on a second screen. And I mean, you do actually have to pay a lot of attention to it, but I, it was a lot of like, right. I don't yeah. know. It was it was not a game that I'm going to play a lot of. Um, I find not like a space sim or anything like that. Yeah, I, I find know. with these games, I f- like 
sometimes it's like, all right, I got this stuff set up. I want to like run for like six months or something. And I just like kind of sit there and watch. watch. Yeah. Um, and there's no, there's no win, win state. I'm like, okay, you made it this far. So what I would have liked to see is maybe a campaign where it's like, get your, population to this and there's no technology yeah that's what uh civilization does that right um i don't know the beyond earth one did it It was like oh you can win by destroying everyone else on the planet or you need to have a society that has x you know that that has this temple or something like that right it's not like that it's like hey you've gotten so big that you used up all the wood now everybody's dead (laughs) when you can set up like your you can set up a thing where people were um, sustainable. Like you could have like guys that are cutting down trees and planting them at the same time. So it's like, Hey, maintain this. So you, you right. can actually, but it's everything's, you know, you, then you, but stuff like stone, you, you can make quarries and then the quarry, once it's out of stone, it's out of stone. You have to set up another quarry. Right. Right. So eventually, technically, I think you could totally use up all like other resources besides um, renewable, like wood or something like that. But don't worry, we're getting there too in real life. I don't know. So it was interesting and, um, it seemed more like a proof of concept. Yeah. Like, well, uh, I, that was my next question is, I thought, is it, I thought it was still in, um, early access or am I wrong? Um, or maybe I'm wrong. I, I thought, yeah. Someone else was playing it before and, and I thought it was early access. So I was like, whatever. And why is it called banished? You're supposed to be a group of people that got sent away from a uh, larger society. So you're a very small group. So maybe it's like um, the village by where you got, maybe you're actually been banished from like a high tech society and you'll discover that if you actually survive long enough. Uh, spoilers. Oh shit. Oh wait. <laughs> Anyone who hasn't seen the horrible movie, the village, actually I kind of like the village, but anyhow. All right. Um, so that's your so- PC game. You got one more to go, right? So it's a mobile game. And the reason I checked out this mobile game is because it was in the news recently and I wanted to see what it was. And that is Goddess. Wait. Oh, you wait. You mean Peter Molyneux's Goddess? Peter Molyneux's Goddess. Okay. So when you said news, you mean news. News. Right. So, um, Peter Molyneux's Goddess. Don't you have to buy it? No, it's free to play. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right. So free to play. Right. Um, yes. Interesting. So it starts off where you're like, hey, this is like Populous. You have little people and you start to sculpt the land, you know, right. you can lower it or raise it or, or whatever you want to do, and they'll build houses on it. Um, but all of a sudden these free to play tropes start showing up like, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, you need to build a farm and the farm produces wheat. And so every time your little guys go out to build a new house, they need wheat. So you're a farm without any upgrades only produces three um, uh, wheat for like every, I don't know, four or six hours or something. Yeah, yeah. So you can only build like three extra little houses. So you can't like expand like populace like crazy. And you also have belief, um, which is kind of a throwback to black and white a little bit. But right. uh, so each house produces belief. And you can, you collect that too. And you need belief to be able to sculpt the land, but you go through it really quickly. And then the little thing pops up. Hey, buy another 5,000 belief or $6 or whatever stupid crap it is. So, and then of course there's another currency. There's gems, which gems can do other things like they can 
that's what you actually exchange to buy the belief. So you buy the gems and you spend the gems to buy the belief or to do powers or to, you know, right. create workers and stuff like that. So it's got the, tons of these free to play tropes in it. And, um, I just didn't really find it fun. Um, <laughs> and everybody was just getting unhappy and leaving my settlement. And I was like, oh, I, you can do stuff like make shrines and plant trees to try to make them happy. But, all that stuff costs belief. And, uh, and so at the end of the day, all my people are really unhappy with me and I lose like 30 people every time I turn it on and, and the sculpting is, eh, whatever. It's just kind of a mess. I don't know. It's just, right. Right. It seems like a really crappy free to play game that, um, that I don't really see it going anywhere and there's no, there's nobody coming and attacking me or anything. It's just kind of like... Uh, I do know eventually you can take ships places and you have to do some kind of like quests and stuff. So, uh, but the ship thing. Yeah, you get a you get a, a dock and they have this little side thing where it's essentially you... There's I think there's only like 10 missions, but... Um, and I already beat all 10 of them. So, the ship thing is you go to land and there's... There's essentially a, a goal you have to get to. So the ship unloads five people, and you have to get the people to that goal. And they're going to go there automatically, but you have to sculpt the land so that they can walk on it because certain degrees they can't go up high. It's kind of like lemmings. Yeah, a little bit, but um, the first few are just like, hey, we can't get there. Uh, and then later on, there's like, hey, there's a this big guy. You know, I think they call him guardians or something but and you have to make sure that you sculpt the land so they can't actually get to him accidentally or whatnot um but it's really straightforward and it's really easy and there's only like 10 of them and you can you can supposedly three star each one of them and i two star all of them i don't know how to get three stars because they're like whatever and you just get when you do that you get these little extra cards uh, because as you raise your population, you get cards, and when you get a card, you have to unlock it by putting other cards on it or these little tokens, and that's what you get is some of these different token things. Yeah. Um, but again, it's just like because you can buy packs of those tokens for more gems because it's free to play. Gotta get them gems. So, uh, you know, and so then what it caused me to do was go out there and try to find populace. I was like, I want to play populace, but... Uh, they don't really have a. They have games that are trying to be populist, but they're not the same. Yeah, I feel that you. Um, your description is what most people have told me about Goddess. Right. So I'm like, you know, this is this is not doing it, and it feels like it, it doesn't feel like it feels like it's done. You know, like yeah, it's like a cash grab too. That's that's what they're they're done with it. But it's not like mind blowing or amazing or anything. It, it and it doesn't feel like a lot of time was put into it. Like it feels like something a group of few guys could throw together. Well, that was the big talk that there, uh, what was it? Right before I left for GDC, I'm not sure that, um, around the fact that Peter Molyneux always kept on like changing the goals of what he wanted the game to be. And then they started like, he like left, he would like go and lock himself in a room and redesign like a whole chunk of everything and not tell anyone. And so like, it was like a nightmare development process from what I understand. So like, that could probably is why it feels so small, even though they spent like two years, I think, or something crazy, three years on it. Yeah, and the, me- sure. the mechanics and the goals are not clear. Like, well, I don't think it was originally supposed to be mobile. Even I think it was supposed to be a desktop one. So, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty stupid. 
I, I did play one mobile game too this this uh, week, mostly because I keep on hearing people talk about it, and I had some time. I played uh, Desert Golf. And how was that? It's fine. I played a hundred holes so far. I haven't seen anything crazy. I swear people say crazy shit happens in the game, but really I just kept on hitting a ball into a hole over and over again. It's like is that free to play or is that? Yeah, it costs two dollars to download it, so I had to pay two dollars. Um, I mean, I, I probably for the hundred holes I've spent, it was worth the two dollars, and it was fun. I would play some more too because I'm just, you know, it's one of those things when I'm like in a line, I can just like shoot the ball a few times and move on. I mean, some of the holes get difficult, but it's like a scorch earth where you like pick your angle and um intensity of the hit, and then the land is like basically uh lines <laughs> we'll say so like this like hills and stuff and you hit the hill you roll down the hill away from the hole you know it's nothing complex whatsoever if you hit off the screen it goes back to the start of the, of the hole and, and that's about it it was fun so is it, it, are they procedurally generated or is it a set list no it's, it's procedurally generated from our stand you can play forever like go like thousands of holes hmm Cool. Like there's no end either. Like I'm like a whole like a uh, hundred and it's like 314 shots and like, nothing's like that's all it tells you. It's like oh here's your shots you've taken so far and that's it. That's like the only output. <laughs> and it's all in like desert colors. I did see blue once and I'm not sure why. I think it's because the hole was so low that it was on like the water le- level. Like the um you know if you our Earth is floating on water a lot. <laughs> is it? Some places it is. Fantastic. Anyhow, there you go. So we play, you played more games than I did. You win so, so this week's when you game. weren't playing, I think you said you were at GDC this week. I was. Was I? Did I you was. see anything exciting at GDC, or was it all bullshit? Well, it wasn't bullshit. A lot of it was more technical stuff, programming-wise, so not exciting for this talk. Um I guess the expo floor, I didn't go to until Friday, and it was like everybody had a VR helmet, it seemed, or something related to VR. Um, We've got a lot of stories about that. Yeah, so I uh, checked out uh, Razer's new open source one. Um, it was fine, you know. It's like, oh, hey, look, it's a thing I put on my face. Um, and I checked out, uh, I mean, Oculus Rift had some big, huge line, but I didn't want to wait in it. Um, I think Morpheus was there. Uh, some other third-party companies had stuff that stuck to your face. Valve was there. Valve was there, but I did not actually get to look at their stuff um, at all. They're like they had like there was by appointment only, and I was too lazy to get an appointment because I had other things to do. Um, yeah, so I mean, I guess the big thing is like oh, lots of VR is out there. I don't know if I'm into VR or not. So, so well, well, just on the, on the topic of VR, before you go into another thing, so Sony talked about Project Morpheus, as you said, yeah. and they're saying that they're going to roll it out next year as a as a product that that you can uh, actually they're going to sell. Is it going to be sold at like? Do you need a PS4? Is it going to be like its yes. own self contained no, thing? No, okay. you need a PS4. You need you're going to need the headset, and you're going to need the camera. So if you have a PS4, then you still need to buy. buy the headset and the camera. I'm not sure if they're going to do a headset and the camera box together or whether you'll buy them right, separately. Right. Um, but that's saying coming next year. That's interesting. I said like, cause I don't think Oculus Rift has like announced a date yet. 
Um, I think Steam VR also said next year. No, Steam actually said that this year, this ho- oh. this holiday season. Um, well, that's a year from now, and uh, you know, but right. And so what, what they're saying theirs is going to come with though is the headset, two wireless controllers, not the Steam. Uh, box controllers, but two that you hold in your hands. Right. They're also going to do uh, head tracking IR, so it's going to come with a uh, camera to track uh, yeah, the head movement. movement of the uh, stuff, and uh, they're obviously going to talk about more as the year goes on, but and of course, Oculus hasn't said anything. They're like, ah, they're still working on it. Um, we still have billions of dollars of burn But through. the thing is that I think whoever comes out, though, needs to do a good job because if you go out <laughs> and buy one of these, right? Let's say you buy right. one or you, you at a friend's house, you use one. If it sucks, let's say it sucks. The next one, the next company that rolls out, whether it's Oculus or whether it's Sony or whatever, whoever it is that comes out with the next one, are you going to be up to try that or buy it? Or are you going to be like, ah, no, this is kind of stupid. Um, I'm already on the point of it's kind of stupid, so. <laughs> so. I'm not a good example. So I think they really need to, it needs to be good. They need to come out with some good stuff to start with, or it's going to be dead on arrival. And well, I, I think the thing. how to show it to people. I think the thing to me is they have to give me something that's only can be achieved with it. If that makes sense. Mm. Like I play first person shooters already and I have a pretty big screen, no monitor, whatever. And I get immersed in the game and I'm like taken away from the world I'm in. And then, all right, I can put VR on and now I'm still getting immersed in the game that I was already getting immersed in. Like if the game is good, I like, I enjoy it without VR. So the question is, is there going to be a game out there where I can only enjoy it if I have VR? And for full disclosure, you did get a Oculus dev kit, right? I do, yes. I also, apparently, Razer's sending me one of their dev kits also. But, uh, so, I have one, I've played with it, and I used it for Elite Dangerous, I've used it for Half-Life 2, I think? No. Yeah, Half-Life 2, and uh, Team Fortress. It's just, uh, I don't know. For me, personally, it's not adding enough. I mean, I have them because I can have them, but I'm saying I wouldn't say to someone, you need to have this VR helmet. Like, it's not like a must-have. Um, so I'm just wondering if there would be a game out at some point that can change that. I don't know. I, don't know. I was actually in a, a VR uh, roundtable at GDC. Uh, roundtables are usually like 20 people in the industry like talking just about some specific tech stuff. And uh, all this talk about the way to make VR better is, oh, we need to make gloves so they can have tactile feeling and it's like no you need to have a full suit that you can wear so like you can track everything the user's doing and I'm like everything I'm like you guys are just a bunch of idiots oh, I didn't see this oh maybe I did but like I'm not gonna put a suit on to play video games like that's just like the craziest idea ever like it's like it's just like I don't know like would you put it like say oh I wanted to play the new Blizzard game I have to like suit up put gloves on and put this helmet on to play it like would I like, don't know. It would have to be pretty it would have awesome. To be pretty comp- yeah, it would have yeah. to be amazing. Um, and but most likely not because uh, I mean, if you're going to get into essentially <laughs> sensory deprivation, you know, putting on headphones yeah. and stuff like that, um, I feel like there's other stuff that people think about. Like, what happens if your apartment catches on fire <laughs> and you've got headphones on and the sound dampening and yeah, uh, something fine. like, or your phone rings, someone's trying to get in contact with you, or yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like, you know, I know that sounds stupid, like, oh, people trapped in virtual reality, but you know, it's <laughs> like, you know, you know, that you can do that now with headphones and stuff like that, but. Right. Um, no, I, I feel like, 
feel like you have some some senses outside there, but if you try to take all your senses, the touch, feel, hearing, sight, and all of a sudden put it into this virtual world, I feel like almost there has to be like a plug-in to be like, like you know, pop up like, hey, someone's at the door. So <laughs> it's attached to your security system. Yeah, like, hey, <laughs> your house is on fire. Or, yeah. Yeah, I know, just to me, I, I don't, I am a huge gamer and I don't even know if I would want to like put a suit on to like play a game. Like, cause I mean, like, I, I was, know, cause that sounds like you something that then do you have to wash that? I like, guess so. Cause are you, you going to sweat in it? I, I would assume I sweat with just my Oculus on. So I'm assuming that I'd sweat with I mean, the that's suit just, on. That's even the problem with just like gloves. I mean, you can imagine if you wear as much as you play games, if you yeah. wore a glove and you sweat into it, it's going to start to stink think it's something like trust me you're you're talking to a hockey player i know how gloves stink right so i'm just saying like those are things that they have to think about is it's like it's great to do it once trying a brand new thing but it's like well that's why i like these other texts that's been coming out where it's like it takes the room you're in and projects stuff on the walls that make you give like you're immersed versus the the microsoft hololens yeah i mean you still have to wear a helmet but yeah like like there's also another one where it uses uh like a connect and a camera and projects stuff on the wall based as it maps your room and knows what's on your room and they can project onto those things to make like a, a more realistic like experience where you're like you're actually in a room that's being drawn that way, um, which I think was just kind of cool. Like I, it was funny. I, I wanted, I didn't have a chance to. I wanted to bring up like really the person that's going to solve this VR problem is going to be like uh, uh, amusement parks because they're the people that need to have awesome. When I say amusement parks, I mean like Disney or something like that. And um, so my uh, so the way I'm saying that is that they have to have fast th- like throughput. So Disney can't have me put a suit on to do something, right? Because then it's going to be like ten people an hour, and that's not worth that worth it to them. And so I think they're like right. the people that can try to figure out like how do we make this thing awesome but not like cumbersome. Right, and I mean I think that's there's a lot of issues with that. Is you know how do you get people to try it without having everybody get pink eye or or lice or something? Yeah. You know, um, just from putting things on in a store or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So spe- um, uh, speaking of those controllers, uh, the two handheld ones, there was some companies there that were not associated with anyone that had a few of those, like, two wireless controllers in your hand, and the demo they had was you put the VR on, and you the two controllers were lightsabers that you're holding. Uh, uh, and they had that walking thing, you know, where you can, like, walk around, and you're not walking, walking. It's, it's like a slippery surface. Right. Um Again, like, I don't know. It just seems like there's like, it's like laser tag, right? Laser tag's awesome if it's in an arena where I go and I play laser tag in an arena. But those stupid laser tag games we would buy for like your house that hardly ever worked and you had to have like the perfect room for it. Like, I feel that's like where we're going with VR right now. It's like a perfect situation. It's cool, but most people won't be able to have that perfect situation. Well, some people were saying with, 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 um, with the Steam one is that, the camera could scan the room and create an environment that yeah. matched that. So, you know, you would do stuff just in that space. Yeah. Which that would be cool. Um, except to, to your cat ran in and you tripped over it. Yeah. Or you have a tiny ass one room apartment. Well, that's your fault. Sure. We only target the rich. <laughs> just like that's, that was the problem with, um, the original connect. Was yeah, I know like a lot of small apartments didn't work. I do. It didn't work in my apartment. They, sold, they had, uh, rulers. They had like tape measures, like paper tape measures, something that you could bring home and see if your room fit. 
you were laid down and see where it fit. Like, will this work for you? And it was supposed to, it was supposed to show that it doesn't take as much space as you think it does, but I think a lot of people are like, ah, it doesn't work for me. Uh, it didn't work for me when I lived in Boston, so. <laughs> yeah, so. But, oh no, I didn't get to play Dance Dance Revolution. What a shame. Sorry. Mm. Connect sucks. You're a sad person. Um, so, Connect and, and the new stuff that's coming out, PlayStation 4 is going to be doing a, another substantial update that hopefully won't break anything. Um, what happened last time they did a big update? Some of the games didn't work. But that's not the point. <laughs> what is so it? this is all, this is all rumor. This is from, uh, images off of, uh, NeoGAF and stuff like that. Some people are, that are in the unfinished firmware beta. Um, and you know, obviously people aren't talking about it because they're supposed to be under an NDA, but of course, NeoGAF has some stuff. Right. Um, so some of the, the cool things are is supposedly a real, uh, suspend rest mode, kind of like the Vita has where you just flip it off and then you can flip it back on and, and it's just right there in the game. Not, not a rest mode, not a pause mode, just kind of, uh, turn on the TV and it's been in a low state. The other thing which is, I think it's weird, but some people are kind of excited about it, is customized button assignments. So every button on the controller, colluding the directions in the D-pad, you can remap. So if I want the, uh, X button, to now be the circle button, I could remap it to, to do that so that, or if I wanted the up on my D-pad to now be down when I, then I could do that. So you, you can remap every single button to something else. So I guess in some cases where people, you know, like, let's say American games always use X to confirm, but in Japan they always use the circle to confirm. Um, so you could, Switch that, I guess, so that well, it works. The, the one thing I would do, and I don't know how this would actually work, but that, that both the uh, Xbox and the PS both have X buttons, but they're in different locations. Right. So maybe I'd map the PS's X button to be where the Microsoft X button is, just because I'm so used to it. Because I died so many times playing stupid heavy rain, because I would hit what square, I think, is where the X button is. I would hit the wrong button when it said X, because I'm so used to a, a 360 controller. So maybe I'll do it for that. I don't know. So I don't know. Some people uh, seem excited about it, but I can't really think of any reason I would would want to do that. But it's uh, an interesting yeah thing. So welcome to the PC, guys. So you can change everything. Um, but people said they've been they've been looking for that. I guess so. All right. Well, apparently, someone they made it. For some reason, <laughs> we just have a follow-up from last week's story. We talked about the rumors that Rock Band Four might be coming. It was, a, you know, they're sending out some uh, things like that, but uh, some surveys asking some questions. Yeah. Well, hold your breath. No longer they have announced that they're making a Rock Band Four for the PS4 and Xbox One. They're going to attempt. There's no guarantees yet that the old equipment will work, and they'll be able to bring over the DLC. I think that's a lot of hope hope um but uh, if they do it and they said there's a lot of things they want to fix and make better blah 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 and uh you know um i'm ready i think i'm i would i would play i'd play another rock band game so on the same note though uh guitar hero also said hey we're working on a new guitar hero so uh plastic instruments are back yay i get to buy none again wait They're back i get to buy none again plastic instruments are back not in my house I have 
literally tubs of plastic instruments. I have tubs. Nice, nice. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Some rubber duckies in them. Um, some somber news oh. this, this week. Very sad. Uh, EA is shutting down. Yay! Oh, wait, wait. What's what's it shutting down? Maxis. Oh, not just EA. No, EA still fine. Maxis, the or the people who brought you SimCity or almost every Sim that you can probably think of. Right. Um, they're shutting it down. Uh. The EA says the brand will supposedly live on. They're just shutting everything down. So this goes on to the heaping pile of dead bodies that EA has taken out to pasture and shot in the head. That includes stuff like Bullfrog. Remember they did like Syndicate and Dungeon Keeper? Oh yeah, or, I like Syndicate. Remember Westwood? Remember they did Command and Conquer? Yeah, I remember, remember Westwood. DreamWorks? Wait, the movie company? DreamWorks Interactive. Oh right. Yes. Pandemic? I thought they were still around. No. They mm. shut down in 2009. Look at that. So, and there's a bunch of other ones that uh, that I can't remember it, right is now. Is BioWare next? I have no idea. They just keep fucking, just, just fucking murdering. Um, While well, you buy it for the IP, not for the name. I know, but those are all, those are, they were so great. I don't know. So... Uh, so they, they've continued their, their murderous rampage through the internet. <laughs> That's always fun. Uh-huh. Wait, not the internets. You mean they're murdering real people. Oh yeah, they're definitely yeah. murdering people. Yeah. Okay, what is the most you would pay for a game? $175. No. $275. Wait, maybe 300 Okay, well, three hundred. We'll go three hundred. But wait, there's 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 some added stuff to there. I mean, I, that's because I when I'm thinking of Elite Dangerous, right? I bought sixty dollars for the game, mm-hmm. and then I bought a hundred and eighty dollar flight control system. Sure, absolutely. So Worth. really, it wasn't just for the game. I also got the flight controls, which I can use for other games. But. Sure. So as you know, as a person who likes to buy your, uh, let's see, make, make sure I use the right terminology, uh, statue, not action figure, right? Yes, they don't, they don't move, dude. Okay. No, so, no, all right, well, God, hey, God. Come on. <laughs> slow down there. Slow your roll, buddy. I won't uh, buy the Batman one that was like 200 and something. Just if you're wondering. So there's been a trend, obviously, for that type of stuff. But then right. there's also been collector's editions and elite editions. Well, lately, in the past year or two, they've been coming out with these super mega extraordinary cost a whole lot of money packages that they're only offering like one of. And it's really probably in the end of the day just for promotional purposes so people like us will talk about it. Like a PS4 one, that that gray one? No, that was... No, no, no. I'm talking about crazy amounts of money. Um, like more money than you would ever want to spend on anything. So like example, yes. Dying Light. It's coming out uh, middle March in the UK. So okay. they have their offering... Um, what they're calling the My Apocalypse Edition, and they're selling one of them. Now, I'm not just saying that there's only one skew. There's literally one. One person will own this. That's it. Right. Um, and so, do you want to hear what's in it, or do you want to just tell you what it costs? Um, we'll start with what's in it, and maybe I can guess how much it costs. Sure. So, first, your face in the game. Your photo of your face was skinned onto um, one of the Night Hunter characters. Okay. Okay. Human-sized um, uh, 
essentially zombie of one of the human raiders. Right. Wait, does that mean like a, a statue? Human statue, size full, statue? Okay. Full size. Right. Okay. Um, z- zombie survival parkour lessons. Okay. Four copies of the game for Xbox One. I'm not sure why okay. you need four copies. But the right. co-op. Sure. Two Razer um, headphone headsets. Yeah. Yeah. Branded night vision goggles plus adult diapers for Dying Light's nighttime gameplay. So I'm guessing the diapers are because it's scary, but I don't know. Oh, I thought maybe diapers because you didn't want to get up from the couch. Maybe. Uh, maybe. It doesn't really spell it out, but apparently. I don't know why. Adult yeah. diapers, but night vision. Right. Dying Light night vision. Dying Light night vision. Yes. Round trip tickets mm-hmm. to Techland to party with Steve, the zombie consultant, plus... I do like Steve. Devs in a rigged be the zombie match where you are guaranteed to win. That's what this is what is. They will let you win. That's how I like to buy my games. <laughs> so, all right. Stomp it, Zombie Steve's pretty badass. So. And, and finally, a custom built zombie proof shelter. All right. So a house. Like, is it a house or is it like just like a one room thing? No, it's a house. It's a house in the UK. I guess I'm guessing you have to buy the land and they'll pull, they'll oh. throw out to build it. Okay. It doesn't it doesn't exist yet. Okay. So for that, how much money would you spend? I'm adding some stuff up here, parkour lessons, you know, expensive. One dollar? One dollar. Well, you're close. So Wait, I didn't go over, though. Huh. So does that mean I win? No, you don't win. Uh, 150,000. 150,000. You know what? That would be a steal. All right. I was going to say half a million, but that seemed too much. 300,000? So it's $390,000 yes. for 250,000 pounds. So, yeah. Well, I mean, if you're buying a house, I mean, that seems about right. <laughs> so, of those things, yeah, would you want any of them? <laughs> no. All right. Let me change this. If this was like, uh, what game do you like? What Do you like any games? You don't even like any video games. Really. I like Fallout. All right. So, it was a Fallout 4 package, right? Minus the house, because the house is just stupid. But if it came with a life-size statue of, of the Fallout 4 uh, Knights guy, what are those guys, the Knights of... um, The Brotherhood of Steel. The Brotherhood of Steel. Would that interest you? No. <laughs> I don't want that crap. Really? You're the guy who buys plastic guitars every time they come out. To but play you, the game. But if, the be guy, awesome. if the guy walked around my house and shot at me, then sure. No, it'd be awesome to have a life size. So, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, first off, Dying Light, not a game I care about. So I don't care about any of the stuff there. Well, I mean, the parkour courses could be cool, but I don't really care about anything that they're offering. Cause like a life size zombie thing would be cool if it was from a game that I actually would like want to play the rest of my life. Like Half-Life 2, if they offered like a combine guy life size statue, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. You know what though? And again, at the end of the day, I'm guessing if you actually price that stuff out separately, it would be, um, better. It- like yeah. a better deal. And someone actually did that uh, with, do you remember Saints Row 4? Right. Saints Row 4 came out with the Super Dangerous Wawa Edition, a.k.a. the Million Dollar Pack. 
So it cost one million dollars only right, one available. Yeah. I can't find if somebody actually bought it, but here's what it came with. The Commander in Chief edition of Saints Row Four. Virgin Virgin Galactic Space Flight. That's full right. Full size replica of the dubstep gun. Hostage rescue experience. Plastic surgery. Um the plastic surgery would be a lower body lift. Uh spa training day. Personal shopper. Um a uh, capsule wardrobe. I don't know what the hell that means. Seven nights at the top Royal Salute, uh, suite in Dubois. Du- Dubois? Dubois? I always say that wrong. Yeah, in, in the middle of the, uh, the desert. Um, two, a, a, a week for two at the Jefferson Hotel in Washington, D.C. First class flight to, to Dubois. Uh, Virgin Atlantic, uh, from London. First class trip to Washington. Uh, a Lamborghini, a Toyota Prius, a one year, a one year auto insurance, and a supercar membership. So that's what they would, that's St. Rose wanted to charge you a million dollars for. But this particular website I'm looking at actually priced all that stuff out and it only came to $629,000. So it's a $400,000 profit there. It's right there. And, and, um, I'm guessing that at the end of the day, no one actually bought this. It's just so you'll talk about it. But what do you think about these super crazy things? I mean, we're not talking about the, you know, $130 803 Legend Edition, you know? PR. PR. That's all. (laughs) Would you ever buy something that was like $50,000? All right. If I was Bill Gates, yes, I guess, because I'd have so much money that, like, it wouldn't matter. You could just have someone develop a game for you when you need to. I know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like I said, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything I would spend that much on at all. Unless it was like, unless I was buying a car and there happened to be the same year a special edition of the car came out that had like some really cool shit in it because it was tied to some other game that came out. And I was already in the purchasing of a car path or something, maybe. Funny. Every day on the way to work on the highway... Um, the, this person must leave the same time as I do is someone driving the Call of Duty edition Jeep. Oh yeah, I've seen, yeah. All, but really, all they did is put like a little sticker on the damn thing. It was like, yeah, and there's special. a, over the tire, spare tire, there's yeah. a thing, yeah. But still, it's funny that this yeah, guy's driving a branded Call of Duty Jeep. Yeah. But I was saying, like, maybe if I was out there buying my Jeep and there was a branded one and it was the same price and I was really into the game, maybe, I don't know. Um, like if it was like a Half-Life 2 version of my Miata. <laughs> like, okay. And also it looked good though, because you can do branded stuff that looks bad, and I would say, never mind, anyhow. Because hmm. when you get to a certain cost point, it's more about just being cool than, you know, one, you know, one it for one it's sake. Sure, sure. But no, so I would probably never spend that much money unless it somehow was weird. So like, yeah, I, I guess. Well, I was saying like, for, I know, like I, I'm buying a house right now, right? And, and trying to find one. If a house was branded as Awesome Zombie House and it was in the area I'm looking and it was the same price as the house without it, I might buy it. Yeah, well, that's that goes without saying. Yeah. Anyhow, so the answer you looking for is no. So before we get into Case's toy... Oh, I well, I was going to go over one what more thing from GDC. Do you have anything else? Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Well, what, do you have any more news? No, that's that's why that's why I was doing the segue to ask oh, okay. if you any more news. Oh, is that what you were doing? Well, I, I, I was... Yeah, yeah, whatever. So I was just going to go over. So GDC, there's two different award ceremonies during it. 
And I was just going to run through some of the winners to see what you thought. Okay, let's hear about these wieners. These wieners. So the first award ceremony that happens at GDC is uh, the um, Indie Game Awards thing. It's called the Independent Games Festival Awards, I think. I don't know. But anyhow, it's like a, it's like the Sundance for indie games, right? So there are some awards. Uh, excellence in visual art. Metamorphobit. Have you played it? No. All right. I'm actually wondering if you played any of these. Excellence in audio. Efor- oh, I can't even say this one. <laughs> Eformerid. A musical adventure. No. Best narrative. Well, excellence in narrative. 80 days. No. That's a mobile game, just so you know. Best student game was Close Your. No. <laughs> audience award, which is, I actually don't know who the audience was because I wasn't asked, but some audience was asked. This War of Mine. No, but I heard of that one. Yeah, that's the one I played and talked about. Excellence in design. Outer Worlds. I'm sorry, Outer Wilds. Nope. The Samus McNally Grand Prize, which is the, that's basically like the game of the year type thing. Uh, Outer Wilds again. Nope. And then, uh, there's the Nouveau Award, which is, this stuff is crazy shit that we don't understand what's happening, but it's fun. Tetra Genin Games. Nope. Nope. So those are the winners of the Indie Festival. Um, I played a few of them. Uh, nothing to really talk about, I guess, till I play them fully. Then there's also the Developers Award, um, which is where the developers actually choose their favorite games of the year. And so, again, there's an Audience Award, which I was not asked again, and I was in the audience, so I really have no idea what the Audience Award means. But uh, Elite Dangerous won. Heard of that. Yes. The Innovation Award went to Monument Valley. Which is a mobile game I played. Heard about that. It's pretty good. Easy, but pretty. Best audio went to Alien Isolation. Heard of that. And I have it installed, but I haven't played it. Uh, best debate was, uh, The Banner Saga by Stoic, Stoic Studios. I kickstarted that. I've heard of that. <laughs> best design with Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft. Blizzard. Yeah, I've heard of that. Best handheld mobile game was Monument Valley. Heard of that. Best narrative, Kentucky Route Zero Episode 3. Heard of that. Best visual arts was Monument Valley again. All right. That's gotten its due. Let's move on to something else. (laughs) My most hated award, because I hate the the game, was for best technology, Destiny. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. And then the grand winning of uh, Game of the Year by Developer's Choice was Middle Earth Shadows of Mordor. Still in my backlog. You really need to play it. It's a good game. Uh, just so you know, Destiny was also nominated as one of the Game of the Year. I don't understand why people still talk about this fucking game. So, yeah, I played it and went to, got to level so 20. So boring. Uh, so boring. So boring. Yeah, so it's a, the festival, the, the little like festival they have about announcing those is actually kind of fun to go to, so... Great. All right. Well, just real quick, we'll do the the, the toy minute here. And yes, 
in the wanted to talk to Case a little bit about uh, Transformers again. They made Transformers that transform into a PlayStation One and a Sega Genesis 16-bit system. They appear to be both Optimus Prime, I believe. Both Optimus Prime? I don't know. No, no. Oh, I don't. Know. The other one maybe is supposed to be the Megatron. Megatron. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, and uh, they are fairly detailed and do look very similar to um, those particular consoles. And uh, if you've seen any images online, feel free to just a, uh, do a, a scoop on them or search, uh, as we say. A scoop and, on uh, them. They're little, but I want to know, Case, is this something you're going you're gonna to go out and get and purchase and add to your collection of toys? No. Oh, great. All right. Well, that has been Case's <laughs> Toy Minute. Hey, now. First off, why is Megatron the me- uh, Mega Drive? I mean, come on, the Mega Drive should have been Optimus. Because it's black. Right. Well, Megatron was in black. He was silver. It was great, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, it depends which gun you bought, but yeah. yeah. Well, black is bad, apparently. Mm. R- racist. Well, I was trying to figure out they're trying to like make this like statement of the Sega lost to the PlayStation. I doubt kind it. of no. under theme. I, no. I doubt it. The interesting thing I found about these things is, uh, we were talking about this before, is how they included a controller, but the controller is like, just like attached to their forearms and look like stupid pieces of <laughs> stupid hanging off of them. Great dis- description there. Stupid pieces of stupid. Yes. I was, I admit, when they got announced, I was actually kind of interested in them. I thought they'd be kind of cool to have, but I think you have to, uh, they don't sell in the States and all that jazz, so I was like, uh, they're kind of small too. Like, I want, like, a full-size PlayStation that turns into Optimus Prime. That actually works. Because that'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, if it worked, too, that'd be best. Uh, weren't you saying, like, that they have fake uh, CD-ROM, CD-ROMs with them that you can put inside of them, but when yeah. they're inside, you can't close it either. You can't close right. the top. Well, that's what some of the reviews are saying. It's, like, crazy, like, stupid. <laughs> like, if you're going to do it, do it right. Damn it. Like, I don't, the working part is is a pipe dream, but... At least make it so the fucking door can close. Well, Case, if someone wanted to write in and say, hey, I think that's a great idea, or... Idea? Oh, I'm sorry. You're not from New England. Idea. <laughs> then um, where would they... Uh, where, where could they go? Well, they would email to podcast at com. Right, they could send in. You guys can send questions, thoughts... Um, anything like that, and um, you can also tweet at Batsman Five Thousand. No, that's not my Twitter. I didn't even know you had a Twitter, so I was just picking oh. up something. <laughs> uh, I think we have a Twitter. Uh, it it is called Controller Talk. Right, that's right. We do have that. So you can also check it out on Facebook. Uh, Case has been posting videos. Um, he was at GDC this week, so not too many there, but uh, you can check it out. Um, the redesign website is coming. I've seen it. It is coming. It is uh, interesting. <laughs> it, it's it has stuff on it. So look for that coming down the pipeline <laughs> here. Um, Case, before we wrap it up today, uh, do you have any words of wisdom for the folks out there? Always kill Coily. Always kill Coily. Well, with that word of wisdom, I have been Bats. And I've been Case. We're gonna we're gonna go. Peace.
Oh, 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 oh,